In the next few minutes, I'm going to ask you four questions which will change your personal goal uh, about this current situation we're in. Uh, it's going to change everything you think about when you're going out, for most of you. Then I'm going to introduce you to four action steps you can take to begin to take power to yourself and make a difference in the future destiny of this country and possibly the world. Finally, I'm going to share with you the secret to stop all fear of microorganisms now and looking forward to the foreseeable future. You simply don't need to be a victim, at least at this time. Now, I begin life like you. I was too scared of what it might mean if my government was actually corrupt. I accepted that power corrupts, that the trend in politics was lending itself to the power in the hands of elected officials instead of the hands of the people who elected them and whom they are supposed to serve. I also just wanted to defend what I'd always believed. The last thing I wanted to believe was that we were more or less at the mercy of so much corruption and that it simply fed on itself and was so widespread that corrupted people just supported one another agreeing to keep it secret and make arrangements with each other to shift everything for their own selfish motives. Who wants to think that? On the other hand, if such a problem does exist, we need enough people to know about it that they can take steps necessary to overthrow that extreme minority whose corruption has risen to supremacy. Now, with that in mind... Let's go on and look at some of our options and some of our um, choices, areas, in other words, where we can take control ourselves. Uh, we need thinking people, not fighting ones. We need a people who can get together and build solutions instead of fighting with, with each other in a tired system of left and right, totally controlled by the same oligarchy. That's the irony, isn't it, of our current left-wing, right-wing uh, thinking and model. And while it's wonderful, it's helpful, it might be essential to have two or more perspectives uh, that vary wildly coming to the table to discuss how to proceed so that we can see each issue clearly. And yet the current model is not that at all. It's one pitted against the other. And that constant fight actually sets us up to be, well, controlled. It sets us up to be easily distracted. We get each other fighting over something, and then who knows what goes on behind the scenes. So uh, our oligarchy in this country, at least, is created by corrupt politicians uh, who all work together for their own ends. Now, I know how this feels. I know what it's going to feel like to those who hear it. I've spent the last 20 years working through this situation. Most hopes are pinned on rigged games that we can do nothing about. I've researched and investigated and sorted through very carefully what we know and what we don't. And... I've examined many probable theories. I've read works of those who claim they were personally involved in the corruption 
uh, that we deal with today, including many criminal activities. I've done thousands of hours of searching so that I can bring you an easier way of sorting out what we can really do about this situation, as well as what we must do at any cost. Let me repeat that last part. What we can really do about this situation, as well as what we must do at any cost. We're going to start with that last point. Here are the four questions I promised you from the beginning. The first question is this, and, and it takes a little preface. Uh, look at how the coronavirus has you acting. Just think about that for a moment. What does it have you doing individually? And then ask yourself this. If this was really such a horrifying threat, if this was truly the end of it all, and most of you were going to die, is that how you want to go out? Is this the way you're acting now? The way you've been acting? Is that how you want to go out? Is that the spirit you want to leave this world in? Is that the legacy you want to leave to those who do survive? Is that the kind of person that you want to be revealed as in the final days? Do you really want to die having spent your last days or weeks looking at your neighbors as threats? Suspect of everyone? Avoiding human contact? Cowering in fear everywhere you go? Abandoning your humanity? Is there anything anywhere worth that? Maybe some caution, caution and wisdom is warranted. I wear a seatbelt when I get in a car, for example. But I don't lose my quality as a human over being reasonably cautious. And I don't abandon my, my right and ability and, and responsibility to think through this myself, to decide what's important and what I'm going to do and how I can best handle my situation. No, those are inalienable rights, which means you must choose them. You have a responsibility to choose them and make those decisions for yourself. And no one has the right to choose those things for you. Would you rather live like that? Like most people have been living than die, honestly? I think we overestimate the the difficulty of dying. It would it would be much better to leave behind a legacy of having lived right no matter what than to have the media scare us and then you abandon your humanity. Honestly, would you rather live like that than die? All right. Question number 2. If this is the end, if this is it, if this is the horrible thing it's being promoted as, does it authorize career politicians and organizations controlled by them and by special interests to remove your civil liberties? Does that authorize them to do that? 
They can encourage safety measures, but do they have the right to compel you to abandon liberty based on their opinions and their agendas? Do they have the right based on anything to compel you to abandon liberty? These are very, very important questions. There's a reason that the Constitution was designed by some of the smartest men who have ever lived to restrict not the individual, but the government. And the further the government got removed from the individual, the more restricted it was, the less power it had. The federal government was never intended to have more power than local government. And for obvious reasons. If your mayor decides that they need to impose some kind of restriction on the people of the town, he's going to have to or she's going to have to answer for that question or that choice. He or she is going to face the people he or she lives with and deal with the fallout of the choice made. And it's going to encourage them to make the right choice based on sound judgment rather than corruption. Now, mayors can be corrupt. It happens all the time. But the point is, they are connected intimately with the people they serve. On the other hand, what are you going to do when the federal government steps in and says, we're going to use all of our muscle, perceived or real, to force you to abandon your liberties. To whom do you answer? To whom do they answer? How, how does that ever become balanced again? All right, question number three. Have the stories been consistent about coronavirus? If you've been watching them carefully, do you believe there are clear understandings about what is best to do? Are, are your leaders, have they been reliable about that? Have they changed their story? Do we have a broad base of experts who all agree? And if not, then why are we responding with regulations forcing people to follow the instruction of one or two at, and ignoring the rest. If there is not a consensus among experts or, or even anything like a consensus, if there has not been consistency even among the experts who are being listened to, then do your leaders have the right to compel you? Do they even have the right to recommend to you? They, they might inform you. Here are the different opinions. We recommend that you do something, right? They might encourage local governments to make decisions appropriate to their community, right? Have you considered other experts? This is the last part of this question. Have you considered other experts not directly influenced by career politicians? Do you understand the risk of listening to experts 
who are influenced by career politicians. At minimum, it's a conflict of interest. And at worst, they just lie to you based on agendas from corrupt people. Right? So we have individuals wanting to uh, control certain things about our world, and instead of handling it in any way that's enlightened, they're not educating, they're not inspiring, they're not helping people to understand and learn so they can make better choices, they're not helping people to be wiser and better, they're not protecting uh, developments that, that, might, that might counter the interests of, of extremely large organized forces in the world, like the oil industry, right? They're, they're not doing any of that stuff. They're, they're just coming in, they're swooping in, going, oh yeah, let's just take control. Let's just seize control. I mean, it, I don't know if you listened to Bill Gates's talk, uh, My gosh, it's been 10 or 15 years ago now, that he gave a talk and he introduced the idea that he had a vaccine that would sterilize little boys. Right there in TED Talks. I heard it myself. I listened to it. I didn't get this secondhand. I listened to the words spill out of his mouth. Now, now, that should terrify you. I mean, the man should be tarred and feathered, right? And if he doesn't behave, he ought to be executed. Because here is a situation where he is taking all of his might and saying, I'm not going to educate you. I'm not going to respect you. I'm not going to help you. I'm just going to act on you. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to sneak it in in other vaccines or shots that you believe you should take in good faith. Right? Now, this is not a rant on Bill Gates, not at all. He, he's just a little chunk of a much bigger problem. But the real problem isn't our government. Do you understand? The real problem is you. You're the problem. I'm the problem. We're the problem every single time we allow this to go on and do nothing. Number four, do you have any personal experience with real people which validates the story you've been told. If it's such a fast-spreading horror, can you personally confirm anything you've been told? Now, I'm not necessarily suggesting that we have to personally be able to confirm everything we're told. Only a fool has to do that, right? That's, that's kind of the young teenager who who cannot learn from just being told what to do. They have to go make those mistakes themselves, and very often it takes their life, right? All too often, at least, right? I'm not suggesting that there's no virtue in being able to learn lessons from others without personally experiencing them. But let's just be reasonable about this whole thing. Uh, last year, two months into the flu, or any year in times past, any year in living memory, two months into the flu season, how many people did you personally know who either had been or currently were significantly sick with the flu? 
um, we'll just leave people on death's door out of it, right? Because that's a more loaded discussion at the moment. But how many people did you personally know who either had been or were currently sick with the flu? And I'll bet that if you really took the time to think about it, uh, the number would be in the dozens at least by month two. Okay, in fact, chances are uh, the dozens is a, is a is a is a conservative estimate. Right? Now, let's talk about the coronavirus, so-called COVID nineteen. How many people do you personally know? who either have been or currently are significantly sick. That is to say, they're going to have to miss a few days of work. How many? Now, can you rectify that? Can you put that together in your mind and arrive at the conclusion that we're being told something that's true? Again, if you turned your right to think over to a media that is owned by big corporations which have vested interest in their continued propagation and power, they have vested interest in their income, at least they are manipulatable, if not corrupt themselves. Right? If you turned your power over to them to tell you what to think, you are the problem. Not the corrupt government, not anymore. Not the media, not anymore. You can only blame the media so far, and then you become the problem. Because you're unwilling to think for yourself. You're unwilling to do any real research. Maybe you don't know how. Maybe you're just very bad at that. But do you have to plug your brain into the media and be saturated with what can only be termed hypnosis every single day? Day after day, hours at a time, do you have to do that? The answer is no, you do not. And therefore, you have ruined your ability to think about this for yourself, if you've done that. So then you become the problem. All right. Uh, somebody has observed that it's remarkable how many of the same steps uh, Nazi Germany took that we have taken over the last 15, 20 years, and then we've taken many, many of those steps immediately, right now. Uh, that, that's remarkable. Uh, the only thing that hasn't happened yet that led to the Second World War, see, the Second World War arrived because... Nazi Germany was unsustainable. The, the, uh, the First World War left Germany in conditions so bad that nobody could take care of their families. And, and that opened up the door for them to answer the call of a regime that promised solutions. And though it was an oppressive, horrible, horrifying regime where you got to turn in your neighbor and where they got to be taken to concentration camps, tortured and killed, subjected to just 
absolutely unfathomable, unthinkable things. Yet they were your neighbor. They were your friend. But you were so desperate because you couldn't feed your family that you turned them in. You believed this Nazi regime, which absolutely misled everybody to what was really happening. And then those who, uh, although many, many people were not misled, they just didn't know what else to do or were unwilling to buck the system, right? That's, that's where we are. The only thing that hasn't happened to us yet is we have not arrived at the point where we can no longer feed our families, right? The moment that happens, guess what? The moment that happens, we're there. We've arrived. Are we going to do what they did? Be sure about it. All right. Uh, you should know that every, other, every few days, another set of civil liberties, civil liberties is taken. In spite of the fact that the Surgeon General himself and many doctors since including experts I know personally, have said, the masks do no good. In spite of that, guess what? In California, you can be fined $1,000 if you don't wear a mask in your own car. I, I hope you can wrap your brain around what's happening. I hope you don't just look at them and go, oh, but that's California. No, we need to make a change right now. All right, now, I have friends who believe, who really believe the government should have control of everything, that people can't handle it. And, and I realize that some people feel that way, and the sentiment is growing. We have a lot of people who are too tired, too sick, or too foolish to think it's their responsibility. But I just, I got to ask the question, who do you think drug companies are in business for? Are they in business for you? If they manipulate laws, is that in your interest? Do they send profit checks to you for taking their drug, like they're making sure that you are taken care of? You think super wealthy industries will vanish if you relinquish control over to the government? No. Government officials and lawmakers are already controlled by money by those who want to force people to use their products. Government control is not Christmas. It's Halloween. They don't care about you at all. They only care because they must. And when you relinquish control, you are so much cattle to them. Can't you see, if you happen to be of that camp, that very big business that, 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 that very big business that you resent, the, the, the high-powered capitalist who has all this power and doesn't share with those under him, that that very big business is the one that's actually seizing control. That it's not going to the government at all. It never will. It never has. There's never been an example of that. 
It was just the people in power and their interests. And they did fine while their people starved. And there are no examples of, of anything else happening. The things you see that you think are happening otherwise are not what you think they are. This fear campaign over coronavirus is the latest in a chain of events leading to the removal of rights and power. Every person who watches the news, instead of looking carefully into what's going on themselves, is a victory for the forces of evil and oppression. All right, now I promised you four steps you could take. And I'm going to give you those now. These are steps that uh, there's going to be a learning curve. It's not going to be immediately smooth with some of them. Some of them are easy. But they are the steps we must begin to take to make it clear. Number one, check out the hospital or hospitals near you. Find out how busy they are. Look at the parking lots. Look inside. Go inside if you can. And observe the waiting areas and admission desks. Look at the ambulance. Talk to people who work there and see how busy they really are. That's going to help drive home the fact that this is not just misleading. It is a blatant, bold-faced, unavoidable lie, which you can easily determine is a lie. Now, I've, I've already been doing my homework on this, and I'm telling you, this is just an utter absurdity. The whole idea that the hospitals are overrun with all these cases. Yeah, where are they? How come none of you know any of them? You know? But even if you, you know, believed, well, I've been inside. I haven't talked to anybody. Maybe half my neighbors are in the hospital, right? But when you show up at the hospital, you're going to find out that's obviously not occurring. Right? Uh, they're going to be resistant, probably, if you're in New York City where they're trying to use that as, as a leverage point, same with California, you might have a little trouble. But I suspect it won't be that difficult. I suspect you can act like you're a patient walking in and get a pretty good scan of how busy things really are or aren't. Number two, write your governors and lawmakers and tell them you will not support politicians who remove civil liberties based on fear campaigns. Everybody, write that letter. That is not acceptable. They do not have the right to do it. And you absolutely can let them know on no uncertain terms they're toast if they've done it at all. And get everybody to do it. Everybody, no matter where you stand on this issue, should be willing to make this step. Now, if you're not, I have to say, you deserve what comes next. Number three, look up and compare actual deaths to deaths from any common illness and also compare to all-cause mortality every day of the year. Just for fun, look this up for Italy and look it up for New York. Now, it appears that New York is actually fabricating numbers, but If you look up all-cause mortality, in other words, expected number of deaths from anything, based on past years, based on trajectory, based on all the data we have, 
you'll have some fun there. You'll have some fun figuring out that actually the numbers didn't rise at all. Right? Except in New York. It's the only place that it actually appears that maybe it's rising. But that's awfully suspect. We've caught New York in the act already of blatantly lying about this. Number four, before permanently turning off your television, make a note of each company who makes an ad during broadcasts promoting fear. Write those companies and let them know you will not be purchasing from them ever again because they advertised with the media pushing fear. Uh, you know, there really is no part of man's anatomy that is closer to his heart than his pocketbook. When television begins to lose money, it's going to make a dent. It's going to make an impact. When they know you're not buying from them anymore. <laughs>